So welcome to episode 7 of a half-decent first baseman would have a podcast by Bristol Baseball Club for Bristol Baseball Club, clubs in the southwest and across the UK. This week we are delighted to be joined by Ben Briggs who was a rookie last year, played for the Buccaneers and walked away with 99% of the end of season awards. It's a real pleasure to speak to him. And we're going to chat about baseball, cricket, joining the club and some of his hopes and highlights of the season and looking forward to hopefully, hopefully getting onto the field this year. I'm really delighted to be joined by Ben Briggs, who uh, joined the club last year, played for the Buccaneers and ended up. Uh, being MVP, walking off with a bucket full of awards for the team. Welcome, Ben. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thanks, Rich. Good to speak to you. Yeah. Just tell us a little bit about how you got into baseball. You're a cricketer by trade, like me. But how, how did yep. you get into baseball? What what really sort of drove you to seek out a club and join? Well, I, I think it was more my wife, actually, was trying to get rid of me and, and get me out of the house after. Um, so I... I hadn't played cricket for probably three or four years before I joined the baseball club um, and obviously took, took the decision to kind of spend more time with the kids when they were a lot younger. Um, and my wife saw uh, an ad in the Cainton Voice looking for new players um, and suggested I, I probably should go and, and have the trial, um, join the intro session and kind of went from there really. So it was, good. it was kind of her forcing me out of the house really. But it was I, I'd kind of wanted to get back into team sports for a while because I'd kind of missed that kind of change in locker room dynamic more so than playing kind of the actual sport itself it was more around being around the group of people that or like-minded people um that you could kind of share success with and and play a sport yeah and you you um ended up playing for the Buccaneers as a rookie um, yep. last year um and I think it was uh, my pleasure to manage you um, Very kind. <laughs> that's right but I think you uh, you joined as a rookie but you obviously had um, a lot of cricketing experience which yeah. helps even though you know I, it, they are two different games really the basics are still catch the ball throw the ball hit the ball etc what were the big differences for you um, when you started playing and actually getting into the game yeah, I think like you said, I think there's a lot of fundamentals that are the same. I think there's there's, there's also a lot of differences that I, I kind of noticed early on. Um, and probably the second training session where we were outside on the AstroTurf at, at Wellsway, I, I remember speaking to Rod and asking him how to catch a ball or a high ball yeah. um, and, and use the webbing because obviously being a, being a cricketer, you used to using two hands and kind of doing the, the kind of uh, raised fingers catch, but obviously with the with the, with the mitt on uh, or the or the glove you've obviously got that um to try and account for as well and just kind of going through that fundamental difference is how to to almost catch again one-handed but have that other hand there to support yeah. so that that was quite an interesting thing and i think it, and another thing i really kind of um you almost have to teach yourself how to throw again when you transition from cricket to baseball and uh, one thing i think we talked about this at, at several training sessions is when you field in the in the on the boundary at cricket, um, so the equivalent would be the outfield for baseball. The way you would throw a cricket ball in would be to loop it back in, 
but obviously because baseball is such a quick quicker sport you've got to throw with such power and changing the the dynamic and building the arm strength to be able to throw the ball a lot quicker and flatter was different and I think if you were in the infield within cricket much like baseball you've, you've got to have that natural arm speed to be able to pick and release the ball quickly um, but fundamentally it's the the way you throw the ball and use the aerodynamics of the baseball that allow you to do that and yeah. just changing the way that slightly you grip the ball and the pressure you you hold the ball with and all that sort of stuff they were the kind of major changes I think bat- batting fundamentally is very similar um you see see ball hit ball um obviously directionally you've obviously got a v to hit in rather than kind of a 360 view like you would have in cricket but yeah, yeah no more that, just guiding it down to fine leg no, exactly no, yeah no. yeah <laughs> um i found i mean i i you know i i started playing cricket a long time before you were born probably ben <laughs> i never had um i don't think i ever had any coaching on how to throw a ball ever not no. even, you know playing in bristol um, you know playing against bath who you played for but it was never ever something we spent time training i got a lot of coaching on how to bowl i'm sure you did and bat but throwing never and i think that was the big thing for me of actually learning how to throw properly um, yeah i think it's the, me- the mechanics behind it as well because yeah. i think when I played in Australia, we did a lot more work on fielding because obviously the, the standard over there was, was so much better than most of the cricket I played in this country. Yeah. And we, we got a bit about how to hold the ball and where you should put the seam to get the aerodynamics. But again, it wasn't really focused on a, a huge amount. No. And cer- certainly, I think when I when I first joined last season, that my, my arm was just and shoulders because you've got... The, the different ways you throw the ball mechanically, it, I notice a lot more load on my shoulders. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something, obviously, we, we try and limit, particularly for the development side, is pitch count and all that stuff. So you're not kind of overexerting yourself um, too yeah. much. Because yeah. I think the tendency is you get massively excited and think, oh, I can throw <laughs> the ball really hard now. And then, yeah. then you try and o- overdo it. And then that's obviously where injury comes in and you, you've got to kind of manage your own body and, and, and that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Now you um, were the start, the first ever starting pitcher for the Buccaneers. Um, when we played Cardiff in our first ever game, and we won it, which was amazing. Yeah, it was a great game. Can, can you remember the pitching side of it, Ben? Can you remember going up to the mound for the first time and throwing? Your first pitch, I, I, I could probably tell you what it is, but what it was. But um, what was it, it like was, actually just going up there to, to go and do it? I, I, I filled with a huge amount of nerves, I think, first and foremost, because I, I think knowing that your team are kind of reliant on you getting the ball somewhere in that, that kind of strike zone um, is quite daunting. And you certainly feel the pressure. Um, and I, I, I think Billy would probably say the same as the, one of the other pitches in the Bucks. You've got that. Once the first one was out of the way, I think it, it became a lot easier. And you try and settle into a bit more of a rhythm, yeah. um, go through your kind of process and make sure that you're, you're focusing on trying to hit the glove um, or the catcher's glove consistently. And then just trying to trying to kind of settle, really, trying to a few few different pitch speeds, trying to find that, that dial, really. But yeah, I, I think it, pitching for me is out of, out of all the positions I played or was fortunate enough to play last year was was definitely the hardest, at me- mentally and physically, I think. 
it's, yes, it, it's, it is it is hard uh, anybody who thinks that pitching is not hard really needs to have a go yeah i completely you agree i think to, you know you only have to miss by half an inch and uh, you're stuffed really and that's a walk yeah. and then the whole team's in trouble so you played if i remember rightly you play you pitched quite a lot yeah. you also caught and yes. um i think you really liked that didn't you because you yeah, got a couple of people out, caught people at second, which was great. Yeah. What was so yeah. good about that? Why did you enjoy that? Much like kind of wicket keeping on the cricket side of things. Yeah. I think because you're involved in every play of the game, that was kind of much better. And I, I, I guess the same could be said for pitching as well. You are involved, but yeah. I, th- I think you get a, a decent view of the whole field from being catcher as well. And you can kind of see see plays before they potentially happen and you can kind of influence that by where you tell people to stand or things you observe from the way that the the um the, the hitters holding their bat so if they've if they're kind of cock-handed you know they're going to kind of pull one through like left field yeah. um you can kind of set your fielder a bit more around to that to make the plays better and then obviously look to turn double plays as well where possible but I, I think that was that was kind of the thing for me it's like i enjoyed that and i also like that the when the opportunity arose is to try and throw people out a second that that was quite um quite a, a nice thing to be able to do as well yeah you did two in one game i think if i, yeah, if I, I think, remember yeah. rightly um was it Braden who made the out yes yeah it's what twice yeah in the same game um which made him feel good. Yes, it did. Yeah, stopped, stopped him throwing his glove. Yeah, yeah, having a little tantrum on the field. Yeah, and then you also played centre field, didn't you? Because you, yeah, we had this thing because it was very difficult at the beginning. I think to give people and get the balance around around the field to get people up. But you played centre field and you yep. threw someone out at third from. But yeah, that was Newt um, Brewers. Newton Brewers, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a great great game um, with, with the kind of climax of that. But yeah, I think I think because we were perceived to be that kind of in, in brackets development team, I think there was a, a couple of people that probably thought that there wasn't, we probably didn't have the collective ability. And I, I've obviously listened to the other podcasts and, and heard you and Phil talk about the, the kind of rookies. But I think because a couple of us obviously played cricket, we've... Yeah we've got transferable skills and I don't think anyone thought that they were going to get thrown out from the outfield. No, <laughs> um, it doesn't probably, that often, prob- but... no, and probably, probably took on a couple of, um, couple of cheeky ones across the season to, to a number of us that they got caught out, caught out by. Yeah. yeah I think, I think that's what that, that, that was, that was so good about the season last year that we did have, you know, we had some experienced players, some oldies, uh, we then had uh, guys with who played cricket or another sport who joined, and then we had the complete rookies. And I think what yeah. was really good how we managed to blend all that experience and ability. So you were really developing yourself to play baseball, yes, and transferring from cricket, and then some of the people who'd never played, like Dom and Molly, were actually yeah. doing the whole thing. You know, improving their skills and learning the game of baseball at the same time. And I think all the rookies improved so much when I say rookies, I mean the complete, complete rookies improved yeah, so I, much. I think you've only, you like Molly's probably a, a prime example, I, I think, and yeah. thoroughly deserving of the award she got at the, the end of the season 
um, dinner. And I, I think certainly from my kind of observations and playing the whole season with her, she, uh, she improved so much. Um, and it's, it's kind of a real testament to kind of you get out what you put in and all that extra work that was kind of done on Thursdays and Saturdays and even outside of that, I think is a, it's a kind of credit to a, a her for putting the work in, but also the kind of club coaching. Um, they're, they're, they've been kind of second to none um, since I've been at the club. Yeah, I think it's really good to have, you know, Rod and Tom and George particularly who, you know, have a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience and in different ways as well. Yeah. Um, and I always feel that you can go to them if you've got a particular, you know, you're just struggling with something uh, yeah. that you can actually go to them. And it's, you know, it's quite, it's quite interesting because you can go to them, you know, and I'm probably too old now to completely readjust, but you, they do get the best out of you and say, look, yeah. you know, this is what you're doing and what you need, you know, George's little drill where he stands and throws three balls from varying distances helped me immensely. And I, I used to love that because it does speed up your hands and stuff like yeah. that. And um, I think we're very lucky as a club to have those three, but also other people who are happy to help. And you can, you know, you can talk to Nick South about stuff. You can talk to Rich Green about stuff. Yeah. Um, John Brownlee, who's sort of joined this year and Mike Osborne. I know that, you know, players would be able to talk to them and get some tips so um do you have a yeah, favorite moment from last year ben oh um pro- probably the homer um at newton i think <laughs> yeah, yeah. um was probably well one, one of the highlights but i, I also think the cardiff game at, at the beginning of the season from a uh I, I guess that the, the homer from a personal perspective but the, the cardiff game was i mean I, I i'm sure like um everyone walked into that game and was just didn't really have any expectations or hopes. Obviously, I'd, I'd hope we win because um, from a team perspective, that's well, yeah. what, what you kind of play sports to do that. Yeah, but, we're both competitive. But uh, Yeah, I think um, that that feeling of elation when we kind of closed the game out and uh, through the, the last strike, um, which probably wasn't a strike, um, but I, I think Jose probably owed me a few from earlier in the day <laughs> that were, oh, yeah. were kind of prime. That, that he called were, were balls. Um, that was an amazing feeling. And, and also, I think that at the end of the season dinner was a real real kind of um, showpiece. I think so, some of the clubs that I've played at from football to cricket um, and, and from from the UK to Australia as well, the the, the function at the end of the season for, for Bristol was really good. Really nice to share everyone's success and everyone had a good time. Really good venue. Yeah. Um, good people to be around. Um, yeah, that, that was also pretty, a, a decent highlight, I think. Yeah, I think the, the the good thing about the awards is that we do have the Most Improved Player Award and the range of the awards gives people, different players who play in a slightly different way, the opportunity to pick something up. So yeah. most home runs, well, you hit the only home run for the <laughs> Bucks, so you won that. And then you get, you know, RBIs and, and batting average. So, you know, you get a really good chance of picking something up. I know you won everything for the Bucks, so, <laughs> but, you know, that was well-deserved. Um, but, yeah, no, I think, I think the club from that point of view, um, I think the, particularly the last award at the Bristol City Ground was, was really good. And we were able to watch some baseball on the big screen as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, as well as celebrate. So, um, do you yeah. have? Are there a couple of players that you sort of 
look to when 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 you're playing or training and just watch them? You know, I mean, I know when I was playing cricket, there was always a couple of players or a couple of bowlers that I wanted to chat with a lot to try and pick up some tips. Are there any players at the club that you like to do that with? I think it depends on what kind of role um, you're going to kind of going to play that weekend as well. I think like Rod Rod's been invaluable from a pitching perspective. I would say, yeah, just kind of helping simplify. And I think also picking Rich Rich Green's brains as well. And one of the things he really helped me with my set position um, in indoors um, and trying to be as upright as possible. But yeah. I think so. Those those two probably helps massively, and then um, Tom Hollies as well. Um, we obviously play similar positions, um, yeah. so look, looking at how he approaches the the shortstop position was quite interesting. I'd, I'd probably liken that to to kind of a cover or cover point in cricket yeah. and being that quite crucial position. Yeah. Um, just looking at the way he goes about his his business and trying to try almost trying to mirror him. Um, yeah. Really quick hands quick to get the ball out of the glove and, and quick to make plays. And I think pro- that, that for me probably was one of my favorite positions, I think playing it short. Um, and like the catcher thing, you kind of always, you always know that something's going to come your way because of yeah. obviously the, the, the kind of angle that the ball comes out of the bat, particularly at the kind of bucks level. Um, most people generally hit between kind of second and third. Yeah. Um, you don't see many people apart from, Apart from you, that that <laughs> will hit between um, first and second a, a huge amount because they're they're generally ahead of the ball. I'm just um, late, so yeah. late and slow, I think. But I think that's a lot of cricket, to be honest. But yeah. when I was playing cricket, I used to cow corner everything because I know yeah. I batted ten or eleven. So yeah, um, that's just the way it was. Did you ever play third? I can't remember if you did. You ever no, play? I think I, I was. Maybe for a, a short period of time in the game, yeah. but I, I yeah. think um, I, when I when I first joined, I actually wanted to play third, mm-hmm. um, and then and ended up having a conversation with Tom about, and he wanted me to play it short, um, yeah. and really enjoyed that. But then obviously forms quite a, a good partnership with Nep, um, yeah. Nep at third as well, and yeah, yeah, uh, that that kind of worked out quite well. It, uh, it's a really good but difficult position to play. I think. I think it on the infield, it's the most difficult um, mm. for whatever reason. It's just one of those things. So um, great season last year. Sadly, you know we haven't been able to get a game in at all, and um, you know we won't know whether we will until much later on in the season. Um, yeah. What were your? Did you have some hopes and targets for this year? Um, it, well, the, the, the obvious thing I think would have been to move, move up, um, into the bats, but, um, hopefully into the badges, uh, and try and break into that team this year yeah. was, was probably my, my aim for the off season. And, and certainly what I was training towards in the indoor part of the, the kind of session is, is to try and break into that team, um, and, and push myself and, and try, try and kind of execute my skills at that, that next level up. Yeah. Um, and, and see what I could do to try and contribute to that that team. Um, that that was probably my major aim. Um, nothing in terms of kind of the, the amount amount of hits or um, what I wanted to do. It was just trying to get into that team and become a regular, um, yeah. and also contribute in any way that I could. Really, um, I think the um, 
I think I think we had a when we started the Buccaneers. One of the big things was to try and develop players, obviously. Um, yeah. So that they start off at point, you know, A, the beginning of the season, and they go up to wherever they want to go. And if they can go up to the next team, then that's great. And I think, um, you know, there was quite a lot of contenders. I think from last year's Bucks to to move up to the bats and or buccaneers um so i think um yeah it's a real shame because i know a lot of people were we were looking good you know we had a good we recruited a lot of players yeah uh, lots of new guys who come from you know ue with net who were looking good a lot of rookies um had joined so i think phil and i were excited about revisiting cardiff for the first game yeah. of the season again yeah, I think it was quite the recruitment seemed to go really well kind of in the off season. I think when I when I, I remember turning up to the first my first training session um last year and there was probably about ten people there. Um this year we turned up and there, the, I think there was about forty odd. Um I think we had forty six or something. Yeah, like it was a huge huge one. amount and re- remember being concerned about <laughs> people pinning each other with, with baseballs in up at, up at the Wells way, but it seemed to work itself out. Yeah. It's, it's one of those difficult things. It's always a balancing act and uh, yeah. you just have to make sure that players are safe. And I think, you know, Rod did a particularly good job on that. Do you have any funny memories of last season, Ben, anything that when you just went, Oh my God, that, or that's so funny or, or something that went wrong or, you know, whatever. Um, I, I think that probably a, a couple of standout ones, two, two, two um, for Jose and Mr. Garrett. Yeah. Um, it, I think his, his man crush on, on Billy, um, particularly <laughs> yeah. for the first game and, and him, him inviting him to his personal, um, personal pitching academy was quite funny. And then <laughs> yeah. o- only for him um, to reappear later in the season and completely blank him when Charlie, um, Appeared. Char- Charlie appeared and, and was running the um, the return fixture um, yeah. at our place. Yeah. And I, I think the other one is probably you falling off the mound. I know, I know. Um, which I know, I know came up the other week, but that, that was probably another, yeah. another yeah. funny one. Was, uh, just one of those things, Ben. You know, everybody... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody... I mean, I, I can remember the season before, we were, having, we were playing Exeter and um, we were just having BP. And Josh Williams Trim, who's such a lovely guy, and I think there was some infield outfield, and he went to catch the ball at right field and missed it, and him straight in the middle of the forehead, Oof. and he went down like a dose of salts. And yeah. um, I mean, we were quite worried, but we did, you know, we went over and sort of made sure he was right, but and took him out of the game because he was a little bit away with the fairies. But it's though, you know, those sorts of things people don't get hurt, which is good. But it's you know, everybody's done stuff where you, everybody yeah. just goes oh. um yeah i think the bucks were good you know the bucks were good last you know lots of personalities some more difficult to manage than others but i think generally it was a real i think phil and i you know we sort of look back at the end of the season and it was a real joy yeah. just to play but also to see how players developed and then you, you got beamed against western didn't you yeah i did yeah yeah um i think that was caught on camera as well um yeah, I think it, there was a, a bit of drizzle around, and um, I can't remember that. Is it? Was it, I can't remember the guy's name now. It was just coming and, and yeah, um, just throwing the ball um, ridiculously hard um, with no real control. 
and uh, I, don't, I don't think it was intentional, but ended up taking it. And luckily, it hit my shoulder first rather than coming straight onto the helmet. Onto the helmet. Otherwise, that that would have been um, a, a very different experience. Yeah. But yeah. That. That. I think. Yeah. I, th- I think. Not not having a visor in those situations um, is is probably one of the things that you miss <laughs> you miss about having a yeah. cricket helmet. I, never, got. I, I actually never wore a helmet to bat, but they didn't have them in my day. No. So. Um, I think um, I think we walked in something like twelve runs when he was pitching. Yeah. We just, I mean, all we did was just get walks and just continue. I think everybody just continued just walking round. Yeah, okay? and um, which was good. And that was Billy's infamous. I think that was Billy's infamous game. Was that Billy's game where he threw down his or the batter? He hit a batter. Or was that the game? Oh. I think that was the oh, first no, that, game. Yes, yeah, it was. Then he he didn't turn up the following week. Um, yeah. Because he he thought they were um he'd, he'd got a mysterious back injury, I think, <laughs> yeah. um and didn't didn't turn up because he thought the the Western boys were going to come back for him. But it's um anything else Thanks, you want to add? Anything else you want to add? Or no, I, I think it's uh, thoroughly enjoyed the season last year, um and it's obviously massively disappointing when we're probably not going to get to play any baseball at all this year. Um and I, I think I, I mean I've got a net set up in the garden um yeah. for, for kind of hitting and and throwing just to try and keep some form of repetition and, and keep my arm as loose as possible in, in the hope that we do get out even if it's a scrimmage um, yeah that, I, that would be nice yeah well, I know we're thinking about all sorts of things that we might be able to do but it just purely depends on all the health aspects of it yeah and um yeah, I, th- I think my, my my other half is very keen for me to get out and and do something because <laughs> I think she she was like, well, why can't you play baseball in 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 this situation? It's not like you stand next to each other or within well, it is two meters. Yeah, well, it, first base and yeah. catcher, mm-hmm. umpire, and probably second base and uh, shortstop are the ones. Yeah, and it, well, the infield really are yeah. the ones that actually have to um, probably stand next to other other people or get close. Yeah. And yeah, so I don't know, we'll see, you know, we'll see what we can do. There may be some way that we can do something, but, you know, we'll have to wait for advice yeah. and see, see what happens. So, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, cool. All right, mate. Thanks nice very one. much. Thanks that, mate. Pleasure. Um, and um, talk soon. Get on that quiz. Get on Molly's quiz on the thing. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got the, um, I've got them to go through from last week. I, know. I, I should, I shall hopefully be there this week. And there we go. Nice interview with Ben. Um, And there'll be more from us uh, next week where we talk to uh, another rookie who joined us this year uh, to get their thoughts on baseball in general, the New York Mets and playing for the club. Stay safe, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye.